morning, I want to talk about your dreams. How many of you had dreams yesterday night? Can I see your hands? Wow, okay, one. Just one, don't lie, don't lie, don't lie. I had dreams. Anyone else had dreams? You got, you had? Okay, good. Yes, you had? Right? So some of you probably didn't sleep, right? So you had to get dreams. So dreams is an important aspect of our lives. Whether we like it or not, we get many dreams in our lives. Some dreams are good, some dreams are bad. And often when I get bad dreams, okay, there are times that we need to pray for bad dreams because we don't want that to happen to us. As we see in the dream, we don't want that to happen to us in the real life. And when I see some dreams at times, sometimes I say that I ignore this dream. I don't really care about this dream. I just ignore this dream. There are times when I get dreams and I say, okay, maybe God is trying to say something. And God, if it is you, you would confirm that again to me. Dreams are a very important part of our lives. This morning, we are going to talk about dreams, but we are not going to talk about the dream that we get every day, every night as we sleep. We are going to talk about the dream that is our desire, that is our vision, and that is our passion. We are going to talk about that kind of dream. You know, there are times when we see dreams, and at times, you know, the dream gets our attention. And at times, we really bind the dream, and we wanted to do something about the dream. That dream can be triggered by actual dream or sometimes that dream can be triggered by a thought or that dream can be triggered by a voice of God or that burning desire inside of you, the passion that you carry in your life. Whatever may be the cause of the dream, but we all have dreams in our lives. If you ask children what is their dream, you know, they will say that. <coughs> in those days, at least, they used to say they say that, you know, I'm just growing up and my desire is to do higher studies and at the age of 22 or 23, I just want to settle down with a well-paying job and at the age of 24 or 20, 24 to 28, I want to just get married and probably I want to move to the city of my choice and they just want to buy a house and they want to have a good settlement, you know, that's what is my dream. It's good to have dreams. Many times if we don't have a tree dream, we don't have a dream about our life, our vision, our passion about what we want to do. Many times, you know, we are taken away by the winds and the waves that we see in our lives. Sometimes we think about we have a dream of starting a business. We have a dream of having coming up, you know, coming up in our lives, in our career. We have at times we have a dream of you know marrying someone of our choice. There are many dreams. I don't know about you whether your dream came to, to came true in your lives of marry, marrying somebody, someone of your choice. Do we have any witness here? Amen. Nobody. Anybody here that you married, you could marry to somebody of your choice, someone of your choice? No. <laughs> Somebody is saying strong, no. Not at all. <laughs> Someone is checking. 
You know, there are many dreams we have. You know, we see young, and boy, young boys and girls, you know, coming out with, oh, I like that particular somebody. I like that particular somebody. You know, I want them. I want that person. I remember many stories in our lives too. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to share anything now. Let's move on to the sermon this morning. Dreams of getting someone of our choice. You know, we have so many dreams in our lives. In the Bible, who is, the, who is known as dreamer? Joseph. Joseph is known as a dreamer in the Bible, even though many others saw a dream. But the Joseph saw a couple of dreams. There's nothing greater than that, those dreams. And Joseph had two dreams, in fact. Can you read that from the Bible right away? Genesis chapter 37, verse 7. Can you read with me? Genesis chapter 37, verse 7. Reading from New King James Version. There, were, there we were, binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheep arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheep stood all around and bowed down to my sheaves. That was a dream that Joseph had. Joseph had this dream and he also had one more dream. What is the second dream that he heard? In verse 9, then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamt another dream and this time what was the dream? The sun, the moon and the eleven stars bow down before me. And all the sheaves were bowing before Joseph. And now all the, the sun and the moon and the 11 stars, they were bowing before Joseph. And he saw these dreams and they became a real dream in his life. The moment he saw this dream, he was carrying these dreams. You know, there are a couple of dreams that we carry in our lives. I saw this on this day and I believe God will do something in my life. And I saw this dream, and I heard this dream, I, I heard, I, I saw, I know that God is doing, going to do this in somebody's life. Joseph was carrying these dreams. It was good that Joseph had this dream. But he went and told this dream to his brothers. And what happened, if you can read in the next verse, Genesis 37, verse 5, can you read together? Now Joseph had a dream, and he told it, to his brothers and they hated him even more so it was good that he had dreams but he was not keeping quiet he went and told it to whom <clears throat> to his brothers and this morning my question is what is your dream do you have a dream and what is your dream and what happened to your dream does the dream appear to be shattered already or does the dream is kind of taken away or it is kind of dashing against the rocks by the waves and winds of the life? This morning my question to you is what is your dream and what is happening to your dream? And we are going to try to understand dreams from the life of Joseph. I want to take you, run you through quickly to the sequence of events as we see in the next slide. When Joseph had a dream, Bible says, he went and he told it, shared that with his brothers and his parents. And they became so jealous over Joseph and they wanted to kill him. They wanted to get rid of him because they saw that they are all going to bow down before Joseph and they don't want that to happen and they wanted to get rid of Joseph. So they plotted to kill him. Eventually they sold him to the Ishmaelite caravans as a slave. And Bible says he was bought for how many shekels? 20 shekels of silver. So cheap. 
and he was bought by them and he, they took him to Egypt and sold again to Potiphar's household. Potiphar took him in his house as a slave to work. And Joseph found favor in his sight. He loved him so much and he gave him full responsibility. And eventually he was cheated, he was blamed, he was accused for the things that he never did in his life and eventually he was thrown into the prison. And when he went into the prison, I'm talking about somebody who had two dreams, two dreams of God blessing him, God lifting him up. And where are those dreams now? He was thrown into the prison. And in the prison, he met two people. Who are those? The baker and? And whom? The cupbearer and the baker. And they had a dream too. And eventually Joseph interpreted the dream. And after all these things, they got escaped from the prison and one got killed and one died and another person came back. The cupbearer, cupbearer came back to the palace, uh, palace and Joseph told Joseph, uh, cupbearer, I don't know his name, I don't remember his name, cupbearer, I have two dreams in my life. When you go to Pharaoh's palace, just remember me. I'm still in prison. I'm still in prison. And he went, you know what? He just escaped and he went down his way. He went down his way. He never remembered Joseph. But sometime, some point of time, Pharaoh had a dream. I don't know. It's, it's a mix of dreams, you know, going, going through everybody's life. And now Pharaoh had a dream. And when Pharaoh had a dream, it was a, it, it was a very, uh, you know, very frightening dream. And then he was so afraid and he was not sure what he has seen. He has seen seven fat cows coming out of the ocean and then followed by thin seven cows. And you know, those thin cows, they can consume the fat ones. And he could not understand what it is. And he called everybody, he's all his wise counsel. Can somebody interpret the dream for me? And now the cup bearer came alive and he said, I know somebody who interpreted my dream. He is in the prison cell. And shall we just call him? And then Pharaoh said, call Joseph. And Joseph came to Pharaoh's palace and he interpreted the dream. For, Joe, for Pharaoh and he said over this kingdom seven years are going to be so nourishing and flourishing and there will be so much of abundance and after that seven more years are going to come and those during those seven years you will have famine everywhere in this land so store up your grains and get ready for those famine and that's what Joseph told and you know what Pharaoh did he found Pharaoh's, he, 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 Joseph found favor in the sight of Pharaoh and Pharaoh said, come on Joseph, because you are able to interpret dream, I want to make you as a leader, a commander, and can you take care of storing the grains and managing the grains over the time the land is going to flourish, and also can you take care of the time that the land is going to go through famine? How many years job contract he signed? 14 years contract is signed there, right there. He has job for 14 years now. He doesn't need to worry about anything. And God helped Joseph to find favor in the sight of Pharaoh. Now at the end of the year, famine started. And there is a great famine in Israel. And Joseph's family is staying there. According to Joseph's family, brothers and parents, Joseph's father, Joseph had already died. And during that great famine, 
Joseph's brothers came to Egypt to see whether they can get some grain. And Joseph saw them. And Joseph realized that they are his own brothers. And eventually, Joseph could forgive for all that they did to him. And Joseph could take care of them during the time of famine. And he gave him a land called, in fact, Pharaoh gave him a land, a portion of the land called Goshen. And that's where Joseph's family was settled during the, their, Jacob's last days. After Jacob's death, he gave him food, gave him grain, everything, took care of them very well. In fact, Pharaoh was well pleased that your family has come from Israel and we will take care of them, we will provide. But after the death of Jacob, Joseph's father, brothers, they were kind of thin, they were thinking, you know, now Joseph may take revenge on us. And Bible says, you know what they did in Genesis chapter 50 verse 18. Here we see the fulfillment of the dream. Can you read with me? Then his brothers also went and fell down before his face. And they said, behold, we are your servants. What was the dream? Dream was about the same thing. And now we see the dream coming to fulfillment. You know, we are serving a God. If God has put a desire in your heart, God has put a dream in your heart, in your mind, he is going to bring that to fulfillment. How many of you believe that this morning? Can I hear an amen? You know, if God really loves you, and if you really love God, and if God has put a dream in your heart, no matter what comes on your way, God is going to bring that to fulfillment in your life. We see Joseph's dream coming true. After so many years, more than 20 years, I believe, it's coming true. So this morning, my question is, what is your dream? Do you have a dream? But the dream is still alive or the dream is shattered already? If the dream is still alive, can you just take the dream once again and dust it off and look forward to that great days in your life? This morning, I want you to believe. I want you to listen from God this morning. He waited patiently for those many years. And finally, eventually, the dream came true. This morning, I want to help you a little bit. Dreams get shattered. Number one, can you read with me? Dreams get shattered when we share the dream with. Look at the screen. When we share the dream with wrong people. Dreams get shattered when we share the dream with wrong people. Joseph went and shared the dream with his brothers and his parents. And they said, it's not possible. Whose dream it was? Come on, help me. Whose dream it was? Joseph's dream. And who said it's not possible? It's not, it's not happen. His brothers, you know, that's what people will tell in your life. If you go and tell your dream, you know, I have a dream. I have a plan. This is what I want to do. And the first thing that you hear from people is, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It's not possible in your life. It's not possible in your lifetime. You know, there are times people discourage us. There are times, you know, people will not allow us to nourish the dream, flourish the dream, carry the dream, and bring it to fulfillment. You know, Word of God is asking us to keep away from such people. You know, this morning I want you to realize, I want you to know, as God speaks to you, I want you to keep away. It's not that we hate them. It's not that we don't, we are not, we don't have anything to do with them. It's just simply because... We don't want to share our dreams to the wrong people. Word of God says in Romans chapter 16, verse 17, reading from NIV. Can you read with me? I urge you, Paul writes here, I urge you, brothers and sisters, read with me. To watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way 
that are contrary to the teaching you have learned, keep away from them. Even though Paul talks about the spiritual abstraction, spiritual contradiction that brings people bring in our life, this is very well applicable to you. If the dream is the dream that God has given in your life, it's very well applicable. The scripture is very well applicable. And Paul is writing, keep away from such people. Number one, dream gets shattered when we share with wrong people. We need to be very careful not to be misled by people. People at times don't understand the ability that God has given you. They just easily, simply, they just speak words. They don't really think about the ability. They don't really have any clue about the ability that God has given in your life. You know, God has created each of us for a purpose. God has created us with a plan. But they don't have any clue about what God is trying to do in your life. We need to be very careful when people try to mislead us. I have seen people, you know, going to everybody and taking counsel after counsel after counsel after counsel. My question is, what are you trying to get from people? They don't have any clue. Even it doesn't matter whether it may be preachers or evangelists or whoever it may be. The God has given a dream and a vision in your life. They do not have any clue. What are you trying to find from them? It is between you and your God. It is something that God has already put inside of you and no one else has any clue. But you need to be aware of it. And even if you lost it, if you forget it, it's not going to happen. Joseph was keeping the dream very close to his heart. He was keeping the dream very safe. That dream did not leave from his life even he was when he was thrown into the prison. That dream was stuck inside of him. And he carefully took the dream back to, the, back to Pharaoh's palace. Jesus said in Matthew 24 verse 4, can you read with me? Matthew 24 verse 4, and Jesus answered and said to them, take heed that no one deceives you. Take heed that no one distracts you from the way that you want to go. That doesn't mean that don't take counsel. That doesn't mean that don't take advice from people who are wise, people who are godly. It doesn't mean that. But you should know what you need to do. Last week I was telling to somebody, I think we were talking about them in one of the classes that I do. You are responsible but ultimately for the decision that you make. Your parents will have a different opinion. Your people around you may have a different opinion. It's all good. And ultimately the decision needs to be taken by you because later on you cannot come back and blame somebody for the wrong decision or the right decision. It must be your decision. You know, this morning, children of God, God wants us to be bold enough to make such decisions as we move forward in our lives. Otherwise, we are stuck. We are tossed between vices of men and women in our lives. And this morning, God is telling us, Matthew 24, verse 4, as Jesus said in NLT, but it puts it this way, Jesus told them, don't let anyone mislead you. Take heed that no one deceives you. That simply means... Make sure no one misleads you. There are people they discourage us. There are people they demotivate us. There are people they don't want us to do good. They don't want our future to be blessed. There are people who 
encourage us in the other way. There are people who motivate us. And this morning, God is asking you, you need to be careful with whom you share what. Joseph's own family members could not understand what God is trying to do through this man. Same thing is applicable for you. Number one, dreams get shattered when we share with wrong people. Number two, let's move further. Can you read with me? Number two, dreams get shattered when you don't find value in you. When we don't find value in us, dreams get shattered. We see in this, in this context, we see that when he was thrown into the pit, I was just thinking about what Joseph would have felt about him. Joseph would have felt, I'm nothing but a bundle of dust. Who is thrown into the pit? Who? Who? Oh yeah, I mean, Joseph is thrown, but then otherwise who is thrown into the pit? The dead. Joseph was thrown into the pit. I really understand how much he would have thought about that. He would have considered himself as a rubble or, or a bundle of dust. Nothing more than that. And when he was sold to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of, shekels of silver, he would have thought, oh, that's all my value? That's all? That's all? Lowest self-esteem is a major killer of our dreams. Low self-esteem is a major killer of our dreams. You know, many of us are <coughs> brought up in such a way in our childhood eh, that you can't do it. You can't do it. Children grow up in the family environment eh, and the statistic says in one year time, they hear 500, sorry, 5,000 times they hear you can't do it, you can't do it, you can't do it. But they hear only 2,500 times they hear that you can do it. And what dominates? You cannot do it. And eventually what gets recorded in their mind is, I cannot do it. I'm not capable of doing, doing it. I can't do it. You know, low self-esteem is the number one killer of our dreams. And Joseph was going through that. When he was in the pit, when he was sold to the Ishmael caravans, he would have thought, I'm worthless. I mean, I don't have any value at all. I don't have any value in this life. How many of us feel that at times in our lives, I don't have any worth in this life? My wife was talking to somebody on the other day. She was telling, all the day from morning to evening, I'm held up inside the house. I'm expected to do the, all the household works, nothing else. I need to make food for all the family members, get up in the morning, and that's what is expected me out of me. Do I have any value at all? Am I worth doing something else? Am I worth of anything else on the face of this earth? Why God created me in this way? You know, there are many times we go through and we question saying that, do we have any value at all? Just want to quote this here. John C. Maxwell says, you know, can you read with me? Many people, can you read with me? Many people don't believe in themselves. They don't see the possibility that God has put in their lives. They possess a hundred acres of possibility. It never cultivates them because they are convinced that they won't be able to learn and grow and blossom into something wonderful. You know, that is somewhere in the deep inside of us that's embedded in our heart. And this morning, God is showing that to us from the life of Joseph. 
It was true that Joseph felt that he doesn't have any value at all. But soon later in his life, we see the change that is happening in his life because he was carrying that dream very close to his heart. As morning, God is telling us, we need to carry the dream very closer to our heart that God has put in our lives. Do not allow that to be changed, to be marred because of somebody else's voice. You know, that's the reason I say Paul. Paul says very boldly, very strongly, he makes this statement in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. Can you read with me what he says? He says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What a bold, what a confident script word, words these are. How much confidence that he has inside of him when he says that this morning I'm asking you, where is your confidence? Why did you lose your confidence? Whose voice you heard and what happened to you in your life that you just lost the confidence in your life? And this morning, God wants you to bring that confidence back in your life. And he's telling you, if that is a dream that God has put in your life, you will be able to do it. He will help you to do it. He will help you to accomplish that dream in your life. All that we need to do is we need to declare that 100 times every day, the same scripture. What does the scripture says? Can you read it with me? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Declare that scripture in your life. You can't afford to just lose strength and sit back in the corner of your house and cry every day, but instead rise up and declare the scripture in your life. Saying that I can do all things, you know, that's how God has created you. That's how God has made you. We are living in a time. I agree that there is no value for human beings. There is no value for human beings. We are living in a terrible time. It is very important to have self-esteem. It is very important to have that self-esteem in your life. Do not, lose the, do not lose that. Don't just yield your lives to what people say about you. I mean, let that take a least important seat in your life. Give importance to God and what God looks at you, the way God looks at you, the way God honors you, the way God appreciates you, the way God has created you, the way God has put talents in your lives. Today, many are talented, many are gifted, but because of their so low self-esteem, they are unable to come up in their lives. Because of their so, they so think so low about themselves. You know, this morning I believe God is speaking to you and he's telling that I have put great talents in your life. I have given so much of ability in your life. The reason we are unable to come up in our lives is just because we have low self-esteem. Let's move further. Dreams get shattered finally when you are wrongly accused. Dreams get shattered when you are wrongly accused. When he was sold to Potiphar's family, he thought maybe he can have a better life here than living with his brothers. And he came afraid, obviously, because afraid of his life. They were about to kill him. And somehow someone has helped him to escape so that, you know, that's the reason he's landed. He's landing now in Potiphar's house. He thought everything is going to be well. But he had to face wrong accusation. He had to face wrong accusation. You know, someone who is of great esteem, someone who is of great honor, you know, when they are accused wrongly, even though it is wrong, their strength goes down. Their strength goes down. They come into nothing. They fall themselves up to nothing when people are wrongly. You know, I'm sure you would have experienced that in your work situation. 
You're pointed out and said that in a thing for the things that you have never done. You're pointed out. Someone in the church is going through a terrible time in their lives. Pointed fingers towards them for the things that she has not done in her workplace. Terrible times. It's a mental torture. And it is very difficult to bring her up because that person goes so low because she's unable to handle it. I did everything perfect. I went everything accordingly. Whenever help is needed, I sought for help. But you know, but all this, you know, but in spite of all this happened, I'm wrongly accused. How many of you go through that in our lifetime at times? Reasons for which we are wrongly accused. Joseph was wrongly accused and thrown into the prison. That certainly really crushed his heart. Forget this dream. Now he's again into the prison. Wrong accusation. How good he was trying to be for people around him. And in spite of that, he was wrongly accused. If you knew what you and I are there, you know, probably would have forgotten all our dreams. Would have given up. Joseph was carrying the dream inside of his. So close to his heart. So close to his heart. He thought it's an end of everything. Accusation for not doing anything wrong. This morning, I pray that God may give us grace for those who are going through that terrible situation to arise and come back. False witnesses and false accusation is a powerful weapon to put anyone down. Word of God talks about it. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 18. Can you read with me? Proverbs 25, 18. A man who bears false witnesses against his neighbor is like a club, a sword, and a sharp arrow. A man who possesses false witnesses against his neighbor, club is a thing that we use to attack somebody. False accusation comes like in this fashion to hit us right on our forehead. It comes like a sword to pierce through our heart. It comes like a sharp arrow in our lives. It comes and attacks us. That's what the word of God says. But Jesus said, listen to this, read the scripture, very beautiful scripture, very encouraging. Jesus said, can you read with me? Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you means falsely accuse you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Blessed are you. And verse 12 says, rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Jesus was telling it is true that people will falsely accuse you. It's not a surprise that people may falsely accuse you. But when that happens, you rejoice because your reward is in heaven is going to be greater. This morning, my question is, are you getting accused falsely for the things that you have never done? Dreams are shattered when we are accused falsely. Finally, number four, dream comes alive when favor comes over you. This is so wonderful. This is so beautiful. Dreams come alive when favor comes over you. I want to again take you back to the life of Joseph. Joseph was thrown into the prison and he had many challenges. And his dream is about to come true now. 
because God's favor is going to come upon his life. He was insulted, he was accused, and he was mistreated, and he was thrown. He was treated, in fact, as a criminal for the things that he has never done in his life. Even though he had a dream, but he had to wait all these days patiently. Even though he had a dream inside of him, he had to listen to many different things in from different directions. He always looked for opportunity to achieve his dream, but nothing worked out. You know, at times we go through a sequence of events in our lives and we think that, you know, probably this may be the right time, this may be the right city, this may be the right move, this may be the right thing that God wants me to do, but you know what? Things are not going the way that we expect. He even thought the cupbearer will remember when he goes back to Pharaoh's palace and he even forgot him. Totally forgotten, totally abandoned, accused by everybody and thrown into the prison. Family did not want him. According to family, his loss is no more. Now, how many of us go through that in our lives? That we can't go back and tell these things to our family because according to my family, it's, it's me. And it's always me. Just I need to take care of everything. They don't have anything to do with me anymore but when the right time came we see God's favor came upon Joseph God's favor how do you know I know because scripture says so can you read from Genesis chapter 41 verse 38 as he was interpreting the dream standing in front of Pharaoh in the palace and Pharaoh looked at all his servants and this is what he said and Pharaoh said to his servants can you read with me can we find such a one as this a man in whom is the Spirit of God who is testifying this Pharaoh you need to wait for the time to come in your life until that particular individual not somebody else but until that particular person who raised his heel against you until that particular person testifies in your life saying that uh, what what he's supposed to say can we find such a one as this a man in whom is the spirit of god god's favor he went through all these in his life but he never lost god's favor if god's favor is in your life we'll see our dead dreams coming back alive amen you know this morning i want to talk, talk a little bit about god's favor and then they close it so not only god's favor man's favor can you read the next scripture genesis 41 verse 42 see look at the man's scripture man's favor upon joseph verse 42 can you read with me then pharaoh took his what signet ring off his hands that doesn't happen in a kingdom like this Pharaoh took his signet ring and he put it on Joseph's hand and he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. Look at the favor that he is receiving from man. You know, when God's time comes in our lives, when you possess, when you possess that dream very carefully, closer to your heart, when you have the dream inside of you, not to lose it, keeping it carefully, taking it further all along in your lives, there will be a time that come in our lives. We will see not only God's favor, we will see favor of men too. We need both God's favor as well as people's favor. Remember this. We can't ignore people. We cannot neglect people. We need people because favor has to come through them. God is in favor of us, but he does that favor, does show that favor through people. Through people. And what kind of people? People like Pharaoh. People like Pharaoh. Look for that opportunity in your life. When God's favor comes upon our lives, 
our dreams will be established when God's favor comes upon our lives we see dreams getting established I, I think Jesus said this you need both God and people and we read that from Luke chapter 2 verse 52 about Jesus it is told about Jesus can you read it with me and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and with men do not fight against people and just go on your way that's what it says we need people's favor we need favor of men we need favor of men and women when God's favor comes upon our lives we see dreams coming alive let's read one more scripture and we are going to close we are reading from NIV Psalm 90 verse 17 Psalm 90 verse 17 reading from NIV can you read with me may the favor of the Lord our God rest on us establish the work of our hands for us yes establish the work of our hands when our hard efforts when all our struggles that we struggle for has to materialize they have to come true as a dream coming true in our lives we need the favor of God that favor of God when it comes upon us it also brings favor of men in our lives and we see dreams coming true in our lives. shall we all arise this morning the question is I have is this morning have your dream got shattered have your dreams got shattered already was it because you shared those dreams with the wrong people or is it because that you lost your self-esteem or is it because you are falsely accused and God wants us to wait patiently not to lose track of the dream see what God is doing in your life along the same line that God has given you the dream when he brought you to this nation he gave you a dream and you came here and you don't see that it's happening in your life and this morning God is telling you that you need to wait you need to wait even though you are living in prison you need to wait the right time will come and God will take you out of prison and he will bring favor from above and from besides this morning can you just pray to God and God wants you to wait for God's favor and with God's favor when it comes on your life comes favor from men shall we close our eyes this morning